This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much, and good afternoon to you. It's a good afternoon, a hot afternoon, really hot afternoon. And uh, we're here to talk about the plants at your place. I hope you'll pick up the phone. I could use some calls. Mike Bass is in the other room, down the hall just a little ways, running the boards, answering the phones, doing all the stuff that requires intellect. And so I hope you'll pick up the phone and give us a call, and, and we'll talk about gardening. The one favor I would ask is if you need St. Augustine Diagnostics, please go to my website, please. Uh, the St. Augustine questions are hard to help on the air because the symptoms are all very, very similar. It's hard to distinguish. I'm, I've had St. Augustine all my life. I have lived your nightmares on that. It's just hard to identify um, as we go from May into June into July and August uh, when take-all root rot turns into uh, gray leaf spot in the summer, into chinch bugs, into not enough sunlight. The grass looks very similar, and when people describe it, just is not looking right, Neil. It's peaked. It's a little on the yellow side. Well, actually, it's kind of gray. It's kind of tan, and it's just hard to get a good answer. And so I've put photos there, and I've given really thorough descriptions and uh, symptoms and, and controls. What do you do if you have these problems? And then on to brown patch and grubworm damage and all the other things, even St. Augustine decline. I've covered all of that. I spent a day writing it. So that's at neilsperry.com. I hope you'll uh, look there for St. Augustine Diagnostics. But the rest of it, the rest of it, I'll be glad to try to help you. All you have to do is is pick up the phone, give us a call, and uh, now is your chance. All the lines are open. 888-787-KLIF. 888 5543. We're live on this August 6. Give us a call, won't you please? 888-787-5543. This is one of the more difficult times of the year to get calls, and so I give the number several times in the hopes that you will call. Um, I'm going to give our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and then we'll cover that with an ad, and then we'll go right to the calls. Hopefully there'll be some by that point. All you have to do is uh, is uh, dial in now, and you'll be on the air soon. Won't have to wait. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is a beautiful dog. Bel Air is uh, his uh, name. That name sounds regal. The dog's appearance follows suit. He is a retriever mix. And I'm thinking about golden retrievers and Labrador retrievers, and I don't get it because he is all white coat with a big old puppy dog eyes, weighs 65 pounds, trots around with a peppy step. He is less than two years old. He still has a lot of youthful energy in him. Bel Air is a snuggler. He loves to get lots of attention. In a yard, he will take off at a full sprint, but regularly come back to check in with his human while he plays. He's not too picky about the home he goes to as long as it's stable, loving, and filled with toys. He needs a good bit of playtime and exercise. He wants his human there with him for it all. Bel Air came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray from Ellis County, and his demeanor makes it very clear he never wants to be alone again. I have a dog like that at our house, Zeus. Zeus is just, he is so snuggly. Bel Air is that way. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Bel Air has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he is waiting right now for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available for walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's all one word. spca.org and then slash findapet. 
Visit spca.org slash dogadopt, and that's one word too, to inquire. I think the space bar is broken on their computers. That's spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's how you get a hold of a dog at the SPCA of Texas. The best dogs, the best cats come as strays. I'm a stray. I was adopted many years ago, and uh, so strays can be pretty good. I hope that you'll go take a look at Bel Air and maybe get him adopted today. He would be wonderful. That is sponsored today. Hey, thanks for filling all the phone lines, by the way. I'm seeing that they are all filled. Now, thank you very much for that. Uh, the uh, SPCA Pet, sponsored by Advanced Foundation Repair. Leaders in the foundation repair industry, they have, as I say often, earned the right to call themselves advanced. They have brought their industry so far forward. I've advertised for them for 27 years, and during that time, early in that time, they were the first to give that free home inspection and to make their work guaranteed for the lifetime of the home and transferable from owner to owner to owner with a printed warranty and to back it by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. And they were the first to do each of those individually, not to put that daisy chain of things together as a package, to do them individually. They have brought their industry forward. They do their work quickly and carefully, neatly, and they do it affordably. And if you don't have a foundation issue, they'll tell you that as well. If there are other things that are causing your your windows and doors not to work properly, they'll let you know things that you can do to take care of those problems. But it's not your foundation, sir or ma'am. It's something else. Uh, if it is your foundation, they'll identify the problem, tell you what it would cost to fix it. And then if you are interested, then and only then do you sign something that says, I'd like to have you do the work. And uh, there's no obligation up to that point. There's no obligation uh, for the home inspection. I like these people a lot. They've done work for us at our home and at an old uh, historic home that we had in downtown McKinney for 24 years that I used as my office. That's Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, foundationrepairs.com. Yeah, you heard an S at the end of that, foundationrepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. I'll do the number twice, 214-333-0003. That's 214-333-0003. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, J.J., very much, and thanks to all of our sponsors, all of our uh, dealers with ACE that sponsor both hours of the program. Really grateful for that. We have a, a caller who called my statewide program. I do between 11 and noon every uh, Saturday, and I just flat ran out of time. I, I didn't uh, schedule myself very carefully, and I asked if he would mind calling back, and he is lined up right now. His name is Neil. He is in Abilene. Neil, thank you so much for calling back. Let me tell people what, uh, uh, first of all, he had a, a group of plants, several plants in pots on his back porch, and uh, this is a, a veteran plant grower because he was identifying plants very correctly. Uh, he said, I have fanflower, it's scavola, and not many people know both names of that plant, if, if either. And uh, then he identified crossandra, which is a very rare plant for people to be growing, and bougainvilleas and several others. And several of the plants had died very quickly in the last week. Um, and we had gotten to the point where I had asked if he had changed fertilizers or if he had moved the plants or if anything had happened uh, that, that he could think of that, that might have accounted for why they would have died in the last week that was different from three weeks ago or two weeks ago. And Neil is joining us right now. Neil, thanks for calling back. Is there anything else you can add that, that can give me some brain power here? See, there, I've seen no insects on them. Uh, we've got some aphids on Cape Myrtle, but that's 20 foot away. Right. Uh, I mean, well, we've got to have something that is common to all of them. And there are, I don't know of any pests that are common to all of those. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be a cultural thing of some sort. 
and I've got to come up with a miracle now because I asked you to call twice and wait twice, and and I got to act like a hero here. And I I just I've been thinking about this during the lunch hour, and and they're just the plants that you mentioned. Some of them have some challenges. Chrysan- I love Chrysandra. Um, it, it can be a challenge outdoors. It, it's a pretty nice plant in a greenhouse where conditions are very controlled. But outdoors, I've not had the best of luck with it on a patio. But and, and see, it's it's been outside. Yeah, you know, now that was doing fine. It was the scovola that in the same basket that mm-hmm. died suddenly. No, the Cassandra's doing fine. Well, and, and and like I say, and there's also Angelonia in that basket. I mean, you know, Angelonia is pretty durable. That one normally doesn't yeah. have too much trouble. And you said your your. Uh, uh, purse lane is having trouble and that never has a problem that's that it, one really yeah doesn't. i know i know it has that gray grayish color of the leaves they're not you know they're not firm anymore but they're not limp and falling over well um <laughs> hey i've been scratching my head for two weeks well absolutely um i would If you have any of the plants that you would declare to be a lost cause, I would take it out of the pot and see what what you can find in the soil, in the roots. See if there's anything that that has happened below ground that would give you a clue. I'll give you a very odd example that I have not encountered before that I saw last night on my driveway. And... I just, these things happen, and, and we say, well, maybe it's been happening all around me all my life, but I just haven't observed it before. I have about 20 coleus and other large pots. Uh, these are two nursery pots where the drain holes are in the sides of the pots. And I have honeybees going in, or some kind of bees, going into the drain holes. They haven't been. I, I play with Zeus, and I sit on a chair there because it's too hot to walk out and throw the ball up and down the driveway with him, and he likes to run. And I'll just sit there, and and uh, and where I was sitting, I'm hearing a buzz, and I look, and oh my goodness, I think I'll move a few feet, and um, and I would have noticed that had that been a problem a week ago. I don't know if there yeah. one of the two plants has has run into problems. It's not doing well, and so that's an oddball problem that I will at some point get my courage up and take out of the pot when I <laughs> when I'm not too worried about the bees. Yeah. I won't hurt the bees. Uh, you know, we need the bees, but but it might be something as odd as as that. I don't think it, you'd be seeing bees. I mean, those are very visible. Yeah, in and my see, case. we've got a, another bougainvillea in the basket that was like five feet away from this other one. Same exposure, and it's still doing fine. And we, you know, we don't want anything to happen to it. Well, the but thing I, I can tell you, uh, one thing I, I'm fairly comfortable in saying is, it's not going to be insects or diseases attacking okay. the, the several unrelated plants because yeah. there aren't any diseases or insects that go across that spectrum of different different plants. Uh, and, they're, they're more I specific. Mean, and the only other thing I could think of was that the heat finally got to them. Yeah, but that I mean, is that a, yeah, that yeah. is a case where I don't think it would get one bougainvillea and not another one in the same in the in the same conditions if they are the same variety but that also presumes that they were in the same vigor state of vigor when uh when when this all hit Uh, it's it's not like it's not like it was 117 it's not like they suddenly were moved to palm springs for the summer and they're Uh, not out in full sun all you know they get the bougainvilleas get morning sun the others get a little bit of sun but yeah you know, for the most part, that hasn't been an issue. Yeah. So. Well, I I don't know that I have a better suggestion. I I just <laughs> you called back and you did everything. I I couldn't have had this additional discussion with you because we were out of time. But but I just don't have a better idea. But I will okay. rule out I will rule out insects and diseases. I would examine the root system of the the worst of them when it goes. If it's now fine. If it's three weeks from now, fine. But see if there's anything that would give you a clue. Um, okay. Make, when, when you water, and you did tell me this an hour ago, when you water, you do occasionally leach out the, the excess minerals, correct? Oh, I mean, just about every day. All right, that's fine. I, just, I make sure that it drink, you know, goes all the way through. And, that's perfect. And, and I do, you know, 
water, let it go, water. You know, it's not like I just do it one time and all oh, you get is surface water. I yeah, mean, that's a lot of people don't don't let the water drain out the drain holes and they get more yeah. and more of the mineral salt. So, okay, we're good there. You're you're ahead of me or even with me. I, I don't have anything better to, to offer to you. Okay. Hey, well, like I say, it's one of those, you know, maybe I'm missing something or well, you we're have both a missing idea. Something. Obviously, we're both missing the, the solution. If you figure it out, when you figure it out, or if you get another set of clues, call me back and I'll keep trying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I think, I think, um, I hope that that uh, uh, Jared gave you an email to to reach me. And if not, Mike can. I'll put you back on hold. And and okay. uh, if you want to send photos, that would be a way to do it. I I did take some pictures last week as it occurred. Just kind of look yeah. at them and let, see. Let Mike put you back on hold and, and give you that email. It's not it's not an email that's public. I, I don't okay. normally answer questions for folks that way. And in this case, you've gone above and beyond, and I'll try to help you. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Thanks for the call back. All uh-huh. right. Folks, let me uh, tell you about my book, and uh, then we'll come back. We have Craig and Carrollton, Debbie and Grand Prairie. My book is uh, still on sale, but not for a whole lot longer. It is uh, the fifth printing, While I Have Supplies Left. And that won't be a lot longer. I have all of the remaining copies sitting on the garage floor waiting to be signed. And uh, that's uh, where Zeus and I sign on Sunday nights and Monday. And then I take him to the post office on Tuesday. Um, this is the uh, book that I self-published so that I could make all of the decisions. I wouldn't have to resort to going to a committee at a publisher somewhere. I just got tired of having somebody else make the decisions of what do we include in the book. That's how I ended up with 840 photographs in this book, 840 of my photos and 344 pages. It's a hardback on high-quality paper printed in San Antonio, not in China like so many publishers are doing now. Uh, This is the fifth printing. Chapter one of this book is uh, the basics of gardening in Texas. And uh, it covers the climatic zones of Texas, covers the hardiness zones of Texas, and why the USDA, I think, made a mistake in 2012 when they rezoned us. And I'll show you why. And I think it proved last year that, uh, that my assumption was correct. Uh, the rainfall zones of Texas, we may have to shift that one, and so much more. Uh, so that's in uh, that's in Chapter 1. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I spent one month writing each one of those chapters. The book is only thirty two ninety five plus tax and postage, and uh, it will be thirty eight ninety five for the sixth printing. The only difference is uh, there are two paragraphs in Chapter 1 that deal with the freeze of 2021 in, in February, and that's it. That is it, the only difference. So you might as well save that $6. Each book is signed. I sign each one as it sells, and I, I'll take them to the post office in uh, three days if you uh, if you buy it right now. now. There are two ways you can buy it. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll give you every penny you spend back. 75,000 copies sold, not one request for refund yet. The two ways you can buy are call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now from my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. 
Lens will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. All right, we have Lens Landscape Lighting and love it. Dick Lentz has been a friend of mine for, gosh, I guess about 30 years, long time. Wonderful, man, wonderful company. If you're thinking of another way, that's one way. If you're thinking of another way to beautify your home, let me suggest sunburst shutters. You put those in your windows, have them put them in. You don't do it. They do it. You put, have them put those in your windows, and your house will look so beautiful. These are plantation-style shutters. That means they have large louvers, two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louvers. Bigger the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them. They're made of polywood, P-O-L-Y. Polywood is a man-made material. Uh, it has no natural wood in it, so it doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. They are white or off-white, so they're color fast all the way through. They can be custom fit to any shape or size opening in your home. In fact, they are custom fit to every opening in your home so that they fit perfectly. Even if the windows are all the same shape and size, even if they are, these are custom fit window by window because tape and bed work is not that precise. But these are. Oh, my goodness, these are light tight and energy efficient. That's Sunburst Shutters. Great people. They'll bring samples to your home, hold them up in your windows, and help you choose the one that looks best for you. You'll get to see how great they look right there in your own home. And so I hope you'll give them a call. If you'd prefer to go to their showroom, they'll give you directions. That's Sunburst Shutters. It starts with a phone call. 214-343-2601. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Use that same phone number, sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. I'm Doug from Jabo's Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Doug, very, very much. Debbie in Grand Prairie, call back. I could have helped some of the angst with your uh, with your, uh, with your, your tree, your bald cypress tree. Let's go to Craig in Carrollton. Craig, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I have a question on tomato plants, insect damage. Uh, Neil planted these uh, plants in early July, a super sweet 100 and a celebrity. And I've had some insect damage. Uh, the whole leaves got a lot of little holes in them that's about the size of needles all over the leaves. I went on the Internet, looked at pictures. I know that's dangerous, but I went on the Internet and looked <laughs> at pictures there. It looks identical to what the pictures of flea beetle damage. Is that make sense? It's possible. Uh, that is a, a possibility. There also, also are some leaf spots that might do that that are, are more in the disease realm. Um, question i have of you is have you looked at the brand new leaves that have been generated been produced in the last uh, week we'll say well they've struggled that uh, there's uh, there's not been many uh, generated uh, those 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 don't get damaged no those don't have damage on them no, then i wouldn't worry about treating the the problem has okay. come and gone uh, what I, I would worry more about getting some growth on it because you got to get some plant growth to get the fruit underway uh the heat is stalling them out is that what you're worried about or what, what's yes happening? i'm concerned yeah. i'm trying to keep them moist uh, um it's and, and but yeah it's they're tough. struggling yeah yeah okay. yeah this is this is very very tough you know when i make that recommendation in mid-june that we plant around the fourth of july it, you never know what you're about to get and and uh, yep. so this year didn't work out too well but there's still hope uh, but that I wouldn't worry about the holes. Those are those are uh, those are in the past. I, I would continue to uh, keep them well watered. I would use a water soluble, high nitrogen fertilizer uh, probably every week uh, to try to get some uh, a flush of growth going. They're going to have to do that because otherwise it's going to be equivalent to planting too late. So right. Okay, I will do that, Neil. Thank you very much. You are welcome very much. Appreciate your call. Thank you. you all right, folks, all lines are empty now. We had uh, we had one call that was there drop off. 
Um, and I'll go ahead and answer it. It was a, a bald cypress tree that had a lot of rusty red growth on it, or leaves, needles, and uh, that's the hot, dry weather. I was talking to somebody this week about bald cypress trees. We were standing around some. I, I did a TV piece with Jobin Panicker on Channel 8, and that was we were standing by some bald cypress trees. And he asked about them. I said, well, that's why that tree is on my never again, Neil, list. There were quotes around that. I have about six or eight plants that are on my never again, Neil, list. Things I just am not going to try again. I'm just done. I've been burned too many times. Wax myrtles are there. Bald cypress are there. Laura petalums are there. In my landscape, in my setting, I'm done. I'm just tired of them. Gardenias are there. I love gardenias, but I've tried them three or four times. And every year, invariably, the year I say, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna step outside. The hailstorm's over <laughs> or whatever. Oh, Then there's an early freeze that wipes out my gardenia. And uh, I've never had good luck with uh, with those those first three I mentioned to you. And there are others. I don't, those come first to mind. All right. We'll have our tiny garden tip. Let me give you the phone number. I'd like to refill the phone lines. You were kind to do that the first time. Maybe I'll get lucky and you'll be kind the second time. 888-787-KLIF. Need some calls. 888-787-5543. So call now. 888-787-5543. Wild Birds Unlimited. Oh, love these stores. There are several of them in the Metroplex and three of them in particular joined together to sponsor this program, sponsor my eGardens newsletter, and just uh, and and WBAP as well, and just all around be my friend. They're great stores. You'll like them a lot. I'll tell you where they are in just a moment. And they have. I, I'm going to just go off script right now and tell you we have more birds, specifically songbirds, the little birds, the active birds, cardinals, and uh, and and smaller at our feeders right now. Woodpeckers. We've had a lot of woodpeckers and uh, chickadees and and titmice and uh, nuthatches and a lot of the other smaller birds at our feeders in the last two or three weeks than I've ever seen at our feeders in the off-season in the summertime. And the reason for that is that it is so dry that they can't find the feed out in the fields, out in the vacant lots in the other areas that they're used to harvesting. They have to have some help, and we can provide that by going to Wild Birds Unlimited. They're seed cylinders. I looked on the label. I normally just take the label off and, and put it up on the feeder. They have these great metal feeders with a little bonnet on the top of it that protects the cylinder. The cylinder is about 4 inches in diameter and about, about 10 or 11 inches tall, and it slips right down on the pole, and the birds can perch on it. And they harvest the seeds and mealworms, if you get one that has the mealworms embedded within it. And they just eat to their heart's content. They come and they go. We have three of those feeders. And uh, then I have another uh, feeder from Wild Birds Unlimited that's full of peanuts. And the birds sit there. The big birds pull the peanuts out and they fly away, the blue jays, and eat the peanuts. The smaller birds peck at the peanuts and get the, the parts that they can eat. It is the greatest thing going. Now, the three stores that I want you to go to, any one of these three, tell them you're there because you heard this ad. In Dallas, David's store is at 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, about a block west of the tollway. That's David's store. Bertie's store is in McKinney. It's uh, 3001 South Harden. Boulevard, H-A-R-D-I-N, just south of El Dorado Parkway, just south of Tom Thumb, right beside the, the Hallmark store. Um, so that's Bertie's store. And then Ron's new store. Oh, my goodness. We were in that store 10 days ago with our grandson, Joseph, and uh, hadn't been in it before. Oh, my goodness. Did I say that? That's a beautiful store. 5708 Abrams, one block south of Northwest Highway. He moved from his prior location. You need to see that. 
wbu.com slash dfw. And those are the three stores I hope you'll go to. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. Hey, it's Amy Chandra from Real News and Information in the Morning. If you didn't get a chance to go to CPAC in Dallas, we'll have a full recap Monday morning. And we'll hear what President Trump had to say at the convention. Plus, Dave's back from his long weekend. Real News and Information in the Morning, 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF. Field Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. And uh, it is um, it is five stories each week. It is free, always will be. 80,000 people subscribe to it, but they don't pay a dime for it. I've been doing it 18 years, and you can always unsubscribe if you feel it doesn't meet your needs. I don't know whether you subscribe or unsubscribe. I don't see that. It's not visible to me. It wouldn't be if I cared to look. And uh, I do not give or sell your email address to anybody, nor... Uh, do I spam you, so you don't have to worry about that. The five stories are, are as such. Uh, one of them is always a featured plant of the week. One of them is always gardening this weekend, where I point out the most critical tasks for that time of year, for that weekend. And then you'll have the, the newly expanded Q&A section. I work about two days a week getting eGardens ready for you. That probably is more time than I should spend, but I enjoy it very much. Uh, this week we have Diane Sitton. She has written a wonderful story on succulent plants. Normally I write all five stories, but this week Diane has chimed in with a great story, beautifully illustrated. So those are the stories you get in eGardens. Take a look at it. You can see the most recent issues. If you go to my website, that's where you sign up. That's at n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com. Neil Sperry's eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We need to be thinking about the plants and the landscape that we're putting around our house. If I'm going to buy a puppy, and if I live in a small house, I'm probably going to ask some questions as to the dog's mature size. Isn't it funny that we don't ask questions about the trees that we're buying? A tree that spreads 50 feet out from its trunk has no business being planted street-side in the city. And it also has no business being planted in a zero-lot-line community. We need to inquire about the size and also the growth rate of that tree. Fast growth is not a virtue. Fast-growing trees have weak trunks and branches, and they break in windstorms. You see it happen every time a windstorm comes through. Width of the plants is also an issue. If you plant wide plants beside the front door, you're going to run into a problem. If you plant wide trees, you're going to run into a problem. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, kind sir, very much. You just heard another suggestion for eGardens. Everywhere you listen, there it is. And let me tell you, everywhere you go, you'll find an Ace Hardware store. They're all over the place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And you know what's different about Ace Hardware stores wherever you are? Uh, compared to the big national box stores. The difference is that people who care about your town own and operate Ace Hardware stores. They are owned by people who live in your community and who care about your community. And employees in Ace Hardware stores are people you already know, the manager, the the, uh, department heads, all of that. They know the conditions in your city. And they are there to help you. When you go in the door, they'll step forward and say, how can we help? That's really a nice thing to hear, isn't it? Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace Basic Pleated Air Filters. Buy two, get one free, mix and match. You've been running your AC all summer long. It's picking up all the dust out of the air. And get this filter. The filter provides up to 90 days of protection against many airborne particles. Electrostatically charged media attracts and holds small particulates for improved indoor air quality. It traps the particles such as pollen, plant spores, lint, pet hair, and household dust. Amen to all that. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, I told you that. Local experts, I told you that. No matter where we are or what we're working on, Ace can help you every step of the way. That's why I shop at Ace. I hope you will, too. think I'm probably going to end up going in today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. (laughs) 
On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show, the White House says it's not a recession, it's a transition. And losing is really winning. Markley Van Camp and Robbins, weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. All right, thank you much. And uh, finally, we have Whiskey Stone. They found it in 1983, and since that time, they wonder how many thousands of tons of stone they have delivered. Be interesting to know. Wonder if they've ever thought about that. They have done so much to beautify North Texas. You don't have a finished landscape until you have stone in that landscape. And Whiskey Stone can help you with that. They certainly can with 22 acres of beautiful stone, a stone for every project. They have uh, decorative boulders if you want to complete the look with, I, I like stone as a decorative accent. I collect sundials, and I have the sundials on decorative stone. Uh, if you want to set a flower pot, any plant becomes a hero plant when you put it on a pedestal, and that pedestal could be a beautiful boulder maybe a square boulder of some sort or another. If you want decorative gravel going the other direction to something small, they have that. They have river rock. And, of course, they have the conventional flagstone and and patio stone, uh, Pennsylvania bluestone. They have uh, all kinds of retaining wall stone. They have everything you could possibly want. If you saw something that you'd like and you happen to take a photo of it, take it, show it to them, print it out if you possibly can, and uh, let them see what you have in mind. If you have a project, take measurements of that project, the thing you're trying to do, and let them guide you. And I'll tell you right now so that you don't get surprised when you get there, they will plan 10 to 15% overage because stone is a, is a God-made material, and it's not exactly the same. It's not Lego blocks. And uh, so as a result, you need to have a little extra if you're doing the job yourself or if you're hiring somebody to do it. And by the way, if you need a, a referral to a really good stone mason, they know the best. They're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiz Q Stone, open Monday through Saturday. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home and garden products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right. So, yeah, I caught that. Whiskey Stone and Michael Stone, no relation. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have uh, Ray in Azel. Ray, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. How can I help you? Well, I got Bermuda grass, and I'm watering on Mondays and Thursdays, I believe, and it's still turning brown. I'm watering at night about 7 o'clock, and for a half hour of station, and my grass is still turning brown, and I don't understand why. All right. Um, there are a couple things that could be causing it. Number one is the water quality. If you have water that has a high sodium content in it, and frankly, I have no idea what azel water uh, would have in it. You could check with them and ask. Uh, some of the some of the water uh, that we have um, does have a lot of sodium in it, and that will brown grass. Uh, um, let me cut right to the bottom line, then I'm going to fill in some voids. Um, I don't think this is going to be any long-term problem for you. When we get some rains, the grass will bounce back. But now back into the fill-in-the-blanks. Um, it could be sodium, um, may not be. Uh, the other possibility, I don't know what kind of heads you have on the on the sprinkler system, but there are, are I, 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 let me just ask you, do you have the impact kinds of heads that, that go ch 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 across the yard or do you have spray heads yeah there's they're they're they're, they're, they're the old impact heads that go across the lawn but they're doing mist spraying so all i right. mean i just got the sprinkler system installed like two years ago and all right well here there. is my point uh impact heads i was talking to an, a turf irrigator just a couple days ago and his comment was neil so many of our customers have no idea how long you have to run an impact uh, station impact head station to get 
three quarters of an inch of, of water applied. I'm not I'm not trying to say you need to run these until you until you drain the lake dry. Far from that, we need to conserve every drop we can. But but impact heads are slow to water an area because they cover a big area, and so you probably what you ought to do is uh, take a a can. It, it it can be a shallow can like a tuna can or a cat food can or something, or it can be something taller. Doesn't matter. But you need a rain gauge out there. And set it while this is running sometime. Get it off when the sun comes up so it's not out there during the sun. And see how much water you get in one of those 30-minute cycles. It may amaze you. You may not be getting more than a quarter of an inch or tenth of an inch uh, with, with the impact heads. That's, that's the more likely cause, much more likely than the sodium issue. And if that's the case, then uh, you may need to supplement with more water that that but again you know honor the restrictions of the city we need to be respectful of that bermuda is going to survive it st augustine would be a different story it 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 has very little margin of error bermuda does how often does it need to be water a week i have no way of telling you that how often should you take a drink of water when you're out working in the yard that's, that's, it's, that's, it's the same it's the same answer whenever you're thirsty there's no answer to that uh, it depends on the soil it depends on whether it's 106 or 99 it depends on the wind it depends on sunny or cloudy which is normally it's totally sunny right now but but that answer has so many variables so there's no way of okay. knowing you need to, you need to water when the grass is beginning to show signs of need to be water, uh, watered, uh, Bermuda grass will turn a dark metallic green. Its leaves, its blades will will roll. They will fold over. They'll roll, and they'll turn a darker shade of green. Saint Augustine does the same thing. It turns a metallic dark green. That's the time to water, and you want to water deeply to encourage deeper roots. If you're not watering very deeply, Ray. It's better to water deeply and less often to get the roots down deeper than to water uh, uh, shallowly. Uh, that never passes spell check, so I don't know that that's a real word, but um, and, and have all the roots right up at the surface of the soil. Okay. Well, so, I appreciate it. See, and see how much water you're putting. See how much water you're putting out. It may amaze you how little there is. Check also. Uh, to see that you're you're getting good coverage. Sometimes the water pressure is low enough that we don't get as good a coverage as we expect, and the spots that are turning the brownest are sometimes in between the heads where the double coverage is not working at the current time. I have a couple of stations on my sprinkler system where that's the case. They're, uh-huh, they're the stations I put in myself, <laughs> and I try to put too many heads in. So. Okay. It could it could be something as simple as that. Hope that helps. I appreciate it, and thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. All right, we're going to uh, let me see what I have ahead. Right, let's go to Gary in San Antonio. He's been waiting a while. Gary, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Gary, are you there? All right, Mike. I'm going to let you try to find him. See if he's there for his splitly philodendron call and. Okay, Gary, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Gary? Okay. Yeah, you see if you can find him, and I'll go ahead and get this ad break out of the way. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. And I haven't talked about the comparison of the two books in a long time, so I'm going to do that right now. If you have my old cowboy boot book, that's the one that you still will occasionally see in stores. I had somebody... Uh, in the last week or so, bring one to me. And Neil, I just bought your book and at, at the store, and I need to give it as a gift. And I, I have a little more class than to say, oh, you, you got the wrong book. Uh, but that's what happened, really. And it was kind of, I don't know, never know what to do because, you know, I can't refund on that. I didn't sell that one. But uh, anyway, uh, please... Please at least look at the one with the Adirondack chairs. That's this one, Lone Star Gardening. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. 
it is a quarter century newer and more up-to-date than the old one with the cowboy boots. It was written in 1991 and 1982. It goes way back. And the... And and I did it with a publishing house where you have to go sit in committee meetings with people you never met before. And they say, well, here are the ways we're going to cut some corners to save money. And I threw a hissy fit when I heard they were going to gang all of the photos for the whole book in the middle of the book. And put the vegetable photos and the flower photos and the tree photos all together. No, I, I, I'm done. I'm not going to do a book. And they relented on that. But anyway, when I did this book, I decided, you know, I'm just going to pay for the book. I'm going to self-publish. I'm going to hire uh, Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith as editor and graphic designer because I knew they both were the best in the business. And the three of us worked on this book for a year. And I'm really happy to offer it to you. And I'm offering it to you on a pretty big sale right now, the fifth printing of the book. Thirty-two ninety-five. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, only available, not in stores, not on Amazon, only available from my office and my website. And uh, once again, I did that so I could control the price and keep it lower for you. I'm not trying to make the ultimate dollar, quite the opposite. I'm trying to keep the price lower for you. This book would be $50, $55 if it were in stores. It's thirty-two ninety-five. while I have copies of the fifth printing left. Sixth printing has two paragraphs referring to the, the cold of uh, February 2021 that fifth printing doesn't have. That's the only difference. Now, 11 chapters cover basics, cover that long 48-page calendar of when to do everything in your landscape and garden, four pages per month. Trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables written for every county in the state of Texas. And satisfaction completely guaranteed or a full refund. Not one request for refund yet out of 75,000 copies sold. Uh, the book is a hardback, and it was printed in San Antonio by Clear Visions Printing. So I'll sign your copy as it sells. Here are the two ways you can buy it. Call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's Foundation Repairs. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right. Thank you, Tommy, very much. He is a wonderful pastor. You'll get to hear Tommy live and in person right here about an hour from now. In fact, we're going to be talking birds at that point. So uh, as well as a preview of what he'll be talking about at church tomorrow. That's my trade. Tommy, I'll let you talk about about church if you'll talk about birds. He is an avid birder, wild birder. He's He's wonderful, so you'll enjoy that, I think. Let me tell you about Arborological Services. Let me say that more slowly, if I can. Arborological. Arbor, like in trees, like an arbor. I, the word I, logical. It refers to trees. Logical refers to trees. And uh, that's a real word in the forestry circles. If you go to a forestry school in a university, Arborological will be a word in lowercase, and so it's not a cutesy word. This is a great company, and uh, Steve Hauser is is the owner, founder, and my friend. Steve was at our house just a week ago. They're coming out to do some work as soon as the weather changes a little bit. 
I wanted him to look at some of the trees before they start losing leaves. And I had a, a three-hour visit with Steve. Our grandson, Joseph, was sitting in the room and listening. And after Steve left, I said, Joseph, you have heard one of the most respected tree people in the entire state of Texas. Steve is so humble and so quiet and laid back. He's just so much fun to visit with. He has surrounded himself with 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. See, there's that word again. And a college-degreed plant pathologist, horticulturists, and foresters. Three of the people from Arborological Services have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. Oh, my goodness. They have the best. They have a 13-time Texas World, uh, Texas and World Tree Climbing Champion on their staff. They are the best. If you want that level of tree care for your trees, as I do, your trees deserve the best, and uh, it doesn't cost any more to have the best. Here's a number. It sounds like a national company of some sort, but they are strictly local. 866-552-7267, arborological.com. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. We're your source for all those great products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very much. Um, I may have been calling the wrong name, and that's why we didn't get anybody to answer a minute ago. We have Gary from San Antonio, Splitly Philodendron. Gary, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me this time? I do. I do, sir. How can I help you? All right. I, I like. I have a split-leaf philodendron. Um, it's about three years old. It's in a 20-inch pot. Morning sun, afternoon shade. It's, it's really done well in its location until this year. And it, it seemed to have got some sort of a fungus. And let me let me describe what the leaves. The leaves would come out, and they would look really good. They would get nice and big. And then they would start turning brown. They wouldn't get crispy. They would look like cured tobacco leaves is what they is what they looked like. They would turn kind of golden brown. They had some spots on them, but the, but then that whole leaf would die. And it seemed like the the plant was on the way out. And I'll tell you what I what I tried. I no, hang on, leaf. hang on, hang on. Don't don't go through all that yet. Uh, number one is this, um, there are a lot of different philodendrons. This is split leaf. Is this, uh, Siloam or one of the self heading types or is this a vining type? No, it's not vining. All right. Uh, it has, it has, uh, splits that look like your fingers with your hand fully opened, extended. Yes. All right, down, like you have down along the river walk, the, the splitly philodendrons yep. yep. down there. All right, yep. I've grown that all my life, um, not outdoors, obviously, but uh, like they do along the river walk. I have about half a minute left in this hour. I'm, I know we're going to have to go into the next hour with your call. Um, I want you to be thinking a little bit about, I've never seen a fungus, if, if that is philodendron siloam or, or xanadu or any of the offspring from it, I have never seen a fungus on that plant, so I'm going to rule that out unless okay. you give me evidence of something else. Um, let, let's think about it through the news, and I'll, I'll come back to you. Stay right there. Okay. Folks, have another hour for Dave and Carol. Stay with me. We'll be back. 